the research was Wait, implied. Can you come for somebody? Like, if you're doing research We already for discussed him. this. Dedicating your load. <laughs> yes. Dedicating a load. I dedicate this load. To Dennis Quaid. <laughs> oh, Randy. I don't have to get... I'm coming on Randy. Like, like fucking Dennis could make me come. <laughs> Ridiculous. There are good movies and there are great movies, but those aren't the movies we watch here because this is shitty cinema. Shitty cinema is where four film masochists armchair analyze atrocious flicks based on our theme of the month. Bad people who watch worse features for an excuse to show how much we love movies and hate ourselves. I'm Jay and I'm joined by Dave. Hi. Casey. Gee, Bullwinkle, touch me. <laughs> and the juice. Okay. That got intense real fast. No. <laughs> Dave, Dave. tell us about this month's theme. (laughs) This month's theme is Quaid Ludes, all movies featuring one of the Quaids, probably Randy or Dennis. Mm. There's more. There there is more. They're just the most prolific. And Randy in particular has got some particular stinkers in his library. I love them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so Casey, speaking of Randy Quaid, what did you make us watch this week? I brought The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle from the year 2000. The New Millennium. We got to see the World Trade Center. Who directed this? Did anybody make note of that? No. Did they do anything else? No. <laughs> the director was Des McAnoff, I guess. I'm not sure how to yeah. exactly pronounce his last name. He's only directed six movies, this being the second one. Wow, they kept Any do of that. them worth anything, or is he Caesar and Cleopatra, The Tempest, Billy Crystal, 700 Sundays. It's a TV special. Ooh. Mm. You lost me at Billy Crystal's. There's only one. I mean, Bill, Billy Crystal is in The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah. Yeah, he did he make gets a, a cameo show up, role. didn't he? Oh, yeah. 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 He's the mattress salesman. There's a lot of damn people in this movie. Anyway. Randy Quaid, what an American gem. He is six foot five, and his wife blamed Obama for getting arrested in Canada by what she called a tall midget on Twitter. These Thanks, are Randy Twitter. facts. Also, they've been arrested for squatting, skipping out on hotel bills, and burglary. Thanks, Obama. Also, he put out a video pretending to have rough sex with his wife while wearing a bikini and a Rupert Murdoch mask. Oh, it was Rupert Murdoch. I thought it was GW. His wife was wearing the bikini and the Murdoch mask, thank God. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, the part of that that weirds me out the most is that Randy Quaid's taller than me. I did not think that. Yeah, he's a big dude. He's going to overpower you. And no, then what? Do not say that. <laughs> Unzip <time. laughs> You shut up so I can... <laughs> Unzip my zipper. Say you are Randy Quaid. <laughs> so, Casey, before we go any further, we need an elevator pitch from you. You've got 10 seconds to sell us this movie. Uh, you're strolling through the beautiful cartoon forest outside your home, but unbeknownst to you, an anvil has just materialized in the air above your head. You've got about 10 seconds before it actually starts falling and hits you in the head. Uh, so what is this movie? Mindless 60 TV shows makes a mindless movie about making fun of mindless movies. Barf. Six seven. seconds. I had seven with the barf. Oh, yeah. I guess if we count the barf, it was you seven seconds. You always count the barf. Sorry. My apologies. Barf. Dramatic pause. Barf. You know seven second elevator pitch. Well done, Casey. 
You might actually have enough time to step sideways underneath. No, I welcome this. I, no. It's time. She's got just enough time to hold up a sign that says, uh-oh, I've and then it's going to hit her. I've lived long enough. Why don't we let the Cinemites judge whether or not Casey did a good job? Dave, walk us through the movie that shitty cinema watched. Uh, I will try to, and we need to put out there first, this is not intended for us. We may have made a mistake. You know, Casey. This, Casey I don't make mistakes. <laughs> So Rocky and Bullwinkle, the titular cartoon characters, had their show canceled in 1964 and have since then been living off of just whatever pittance comes in every week off of residuals from their TV show. Reruns. You got to make that money. Yeah. Yeah. Reruns on the air. Uh, Meanwhile, their enemies, Boris, Natasha and Fearless Leader, uh, make a deal with Janine Garofalo in the real world to make a movie about them, which sucks them into the real world where they are played by Jason Alexander, Rene Russo, and Robert De Niro. Russo. Rene Russo. Rene Russo. She's not a russet potato. (laughs) She's Rene Russo with a banging fucking body. And looking great in some dresses. She looks like a hot cartoon. Actually, She's a real person in this. No, no, but she looks like a hot cartoon. She's not a real person until the Thomas Crown Affair. Go on. She looks a lot better than Jason Alexander's Boris. Oh, my God. Not a good look. He looks problematic. Mm -hmm. Problematic. So Fearless Leader starts a TV station called RBTV, really bad television, (laughs) proceeds to start blasting this mind-numbing television that turns everybody in the nation into zombies. And once he gets enough people watching it, he's going to make them all vote for him for president, and he's going to take over the world. Hashtag not our podcast. Hashtag fucking looking into the future. What? A TV (laughs) star becoming a president? Oh. (laughs) Future juice cuts. No, we're talking about Ukraine, right? Yeah. So federal agent Piper Parabu has to retrieve Rocky and Bullwinkle from the cartoon world and take them on a cross-country action-adventure road comedy. That they signal by pulling the levers. Yeah, big levers of the... Comedy. I think she might have thrown that one back before it went through. (laughs) Yeah. Go on. More of an action-adventure series of puns at best. So Boris and Natasha depart after them trying to kill off Rocky and Bullwinkle. Eventually, after Boris and Natasha fail at this repeatedly, Piper Paraboo gets arrested. Uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle proceed to meet up with Keenan and Kel in a Chrysler Sebring and go to college. That was alliteration. Where is college also? Uh, What's the matter you? What's the matter you? What's the matter you? Not even a good pun. And just the statement Keenan and Kel in a Chrysler Sebring is just, (laughs) it tells you the time. It evokes an era. (laughs) Meanwhile, Piper flirts her way out of prison uh, with a... Swedish. A Swedish, yeah, a Swedish guard who we're told is very attractive. Yeah, but I've flirted my way out of jail, and usually they're middle-aged and even less attractive, so good on you, Piper. I guess. By jail guard standards, was this man attractive? I mean, the best I've seen from personal experience, so yeah. All right. In the real life, he looks like the instant adoring boyfriend video he looks doesn't he yeah actually who's also swedish and british and gross piper flirts her way out meets back up with rocky and bullwinkle everybody almost immediately gets arrested again they go appear before judge Whoopi goldberg and we learn the important lesson that celebrities are above the law yep honorable judge judy Whoopi goldberg Yes. And her name is Judge Cameo. Just so you're clear. Yeah, yeah, they actually named her Judge Cameo. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 still barely with you guys here. Uh-huh. So they all fly to New York. Uh Bullwinkle gets separated from the other two, so he surfs there through the information superhighway. Uh pops out of a computer at RBTV. 
That was literal, not figurative. Yeah, yeah. Yep. We actually see him surfing past like Best surfing. Buy logos in America Online. We also get to see Randy Quaid stick his finger up fucking Bullwinkle's ass. Yeah, he fun. grabs him like a bowling ball. <laughs> fucking shoves he him into the scanner. Bullwinkle singing like a soprano. <laughs> he just was fucking in there. Don't kink shame. And Don't I'm kink sure shame. his hand smelled like his last conquest. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> shit, Bullwinkle. You're definitely going to want to go to the vet after that. <laughs> Dave, don't look all fucking disappointed over there. We're talking I, about the movie that shitty cinema watch. kink I did not see Randy Quaid's <laughs> finger going up anything. Okay, but the three of us did when he shoved him yeah, into the computer. In all right. I'm sold. He was <clears throat> in him. So Bullwinkle <laughs> extricates the Quaid finger, surfs the information superhighway, pops out of a printer at RBTV, releases Rocky. They... Yada yada beat people in the movie so over fucking finally. Fucking I, that's finally. I like that you like, yada yada beat Yeah, did people. you feel how anticlimactic that was? Because <laughs> that's what the movie did also. It Wait, really we did have really every pap smear ever. You missed the Very anticlimactic. <laughs> Someone is... This is supposed to be fun. God damn it. Is it? I don't know. I've never gotten a pap smear I, before. I, Get I, out the speculum. Mm. The majority of Rocky and Bullwinkle is someone telling me what's going on in the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. it's all, Well, and they call it out in the very beginning. Bullwinkle's like, well, this exposition has gotten me up to whatever the fuck he said. <laughs> right, yeah. They call it out, right? Just... But that doesn't make it any better. No. Right, especially when there's another 45 minutes of exposition coming after that <laughs> joke. It's kind of like when my mom musters up the confidence to try to show me a YouTube video and explains the whole thing three times before I watch it and then <laughs> yeah. explains it while I'm watching it. And I'm like, no, mom, I'm aware of what context is. If you could stop <laughs> talking. Okay. I'll put the captions on so I can read. Okay. <laughs> I can't. Dave, you also missed the plot MacGuffin, the laptop with a laser on it. What was it called? The AIC or the something? The CDI. The yeah. CDI. The, the cartoon D. Cartoon Cartoon dispersal unit. Cartoon. Degenerate. Degenerating. Thank yeah. you. Cartoon degenerating instrument. Whatever. Whatever. It's a MacGuffin that can kill cartoons and it doesn't work anyways. It doesn't kill them. It just sends them back to the cartoon world via the internet. It sends them to the internet where they are stuck forever. Yeah. Nobody cares about them. Yeah, but they didn't know in 15 years the internet would overtake everything. (laughs) So they're forever living in infamy. So they put Boris and Natasha and Fearless Leader in the internet and that's why Twitter sucks so much. That's why there's so many fucking Nazis on Twitter. (laughs) Hashtag not our podcast. They were also communists. Not our Twitter. It stands for Computer Degenerating Imagery. Thanks. I found that on the (laughs) internet because I'm lost. We couldn't have gone without that. Yeah. Thank you. It's important knowledge to have. It stands for Roger Rabbit already did it. Yeah, exactly. And they call that out. In in Rocky and Bullwinkle, they call out the Roger Rabbit. That's because the woman that voices a lot of the characters, including Rocky, was voicing uh, characters in Roger Rabbit. Because it's just like the Kmart Blue Light special version of Who Framed <laughs> yeah. Roger Rabbit. Yeah. yeah, but this one actually has real movie stars in it, even though it doesn't deserve it. That's true. That's true. And oh, it's, my God. It's, so many. So, well, Rene Russo, Jason Alexander, even though Seinfeld has just ended two years ago. So, I mean, I'm glad he's still alive. Turn There's it up. Ginny Garofalo. Yeah, she's still popular at the time. There's like Mallrats and Mallrat-like movies. Uh, what's that guy? Kevin... Kevin Smith. Smith almost said heart. 
Kevin Hart is not famous yet. Carl Reiner, John Goodman, Keenan and Kel, which we already mentioned. Mm -hmm. they, they're probably waning in popularity right now. Uh, their show had just ended like a couple months prior to this coming yeah. out. Yeah, so they're they're doing all right. David Allen Greer is in the beginning. Of course, Whoopi Goldberg, Robert De Niro, like we said. Er, fucking John let me stop you at Bob De Niro. Too fucking good for this movie. And I want to say this movie is what started his fucking downfall into cinematic trash. Case, I'm riding you on this. Oh, I don't wait, think this movie. Hold my hair. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm totally with you on this, Case. Bob is shitting all over this, and it is the it's like downfall garbage De Niro after this. He outright does the scene from Taxi Driver yeah. as fearless leader. Right. He takes his own Golden Globe nomination and shits on it. Okay, this is, this is, Bob De Niro is famously a method actor, and this is the first instance of a method actor taking on a cartoon character. That's what fucking Robert Robert De Niro went that and serious it with. Never it. left him because he's been doing cartoonishly stupid <laughs> movies ever since. Robert De Niro was in Taxi, Heat, Goodfellas, Raging Bull, Casino, Bronx yeah. Tale, yeah. Once Upon a Time in America, Untouchable, Sleepers, The Fan. I fucking love The Fan with Wesley Snipes. Are you kidding me? I don't think I've seen that. What? Well, they're what? all trash now because of this movie. <laughs> so I also want to point out. This movie came out the same year as Meet the Fockers, which is another oh, notorious God. trash fucking movie of his. Bad year, Bob. Bad, Bad year. year. I feel like he made a promise to himself, like, I'm going to be the most amazing fucking actor in the year 2000. I'm just going to shut it off and fucking shit all over my <laughs> legacy. We should qualify that some of these movies might be good and we just are fucking awful, broken people. No, and all of those good. movies were good. Yeah, all of those movies those were, were good. Those were all great fucking no, movies, no, no, no. like no, no. award-winning. Yeah. De Niro admitted that he did this movie just for the money. Right, yeah. All of them did it just for right, the well, money. Jason Alexander said the same thing, but I mean, he probably was real hard up, right? How much were right. they paying for this? I don't know. I don't know, though. I feel like Jason it's Alexander universal. is probably making a shit ton of money on Seinfeld for like almost 10 years. Yeah, that's probably true. But he yeah. also probably was spending a lot of money at the same time. So, Cocaine's expensive. You know, Very. I do not think he was on cocaine. <laughs> He's a big boy. Juice, what about you? Who do you think was slumming it the hardest in the adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle? You know, I had a really hard time picking one because there was so many. That means you didn't Google it. You tell me. No, I, I wanted to go the opposite and say, I think the person who didn't slum it the most was our good friend, John Goodman. Damn it, you got me. I think when, when it comes to it, I want I to call out, he was he shouldn't have been in this movie, John. You're too good for it. He was in and he was out, though. He yeah. was in. He dipped in, he dipped out. Yeah, this wasn't even a day. He was on set for an hour tops. Yep. And he did get a genuine <clears throat> laugh out of me. When, oh, yeah. When John Goodman arrests Piper Paraboo, he says, or she claims that she's the FBI agent, which she is, and he's like, yeah, and I'm John Goodman, and I legitimately lost my I got, shit. I got a laugh. Yeah, I that think was that the was... one laugh I got in this movie. The only one it legitimate landed. joke. Yeah. I did not laugh at that because I was drinking. <laughs> What about you, Dave? Uh, the Chrysler Sebring. That was my favorite slum <laughs> road in this movie. It was the not actual too fucking good for car. that. It was not too good for right. this. A Sebring not. is exactly what this movie deserved. <laughs> exactly. And the Sebring yes. deserved that movie. Didn't yeah. your mom drive a Sebring? She did. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. It was the middle class white thing to do. Oh, yeah. Those things were everywhere, everywhere. in 2000. They were convertibles. But affordables. But affordables. Affordables. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I want in a movie? Hmm. 
You know what I want in a kids movie, especially? I don't know if I want to know what the answer to that is. I want it to be subliminal advertising. Oh, yeah. Constantly. Just shit my kids can bitch to me to buy. Mm -hmm. Like a night at the Travelodge. Because kids love (laughs) hotels. And we got to see lots of travel lodge signage in the real world and in the internet scape that Bullwinkle got finger fucked into. This movie had the saddest sponsors. It was weird. (laughs) America Online. Well, I mean, it it was 2000. 2000, They had Best Buy. Everything was HP. We have Dave's fucking favorite character in the movie, the Chrysler Sebring. Yeah. And the the VW bug Yeah, Piper Parabu drove a a Volkswagen. There were several Sebrings, actually. There was a blue one. There was a gold one. Best Buy. So you can go buy your Mm -hmm. HP after you roll up in your Volkswagen. And then you can spend the night at a travel lodge not using their Wi-Fi because it doesn't exist yet. And look up porn on AOL so your wife can't see you because she's at home worried because you haven't called. And don't forget to stop by PetSmart and pick up a ferret to put up your butthole. PetSmart. (laughs) And grab a Milky Way from your local travel lodge vending machine to eat after you do weird porn stuff. Wait, I thought it was a gerbil, not a ferret. (laughs) Ferrets are (laughs) That's a bad idea. No, it's a great idea because they're easier to train and they're former <laughs> experienced no. AOL users, no. if you know what I mean. <laughs> no, Casey, no. you put the Milky Way up your butt and eat the ferret. <laughs> no, no. Not, I've been doing I think it wrong you split the Milky years. Way in half and you eat one half and then put the other half up your butt and they meet in the middle and the ferret will go for it. <laughs> it's like a Richard Gere thing. <laughs> that's how candy bars work. Real I don't think that's true. I think it is. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. No, actually. It's almond joy. Yeah, that wasn't a sponsor. Yeah, that was... But all of the things I mentioned really were. That's real. Yeah, there's just labels all over this goddamn movie. But I don't think the Milky Way explanation was there. Yeah, no, that's why science named it that. No, that's the movie we watched. Our okay. whole universe. Yeah, Milky Way got a really bad rap in this movie, by the way, because we didn't even see their logo till we went back and paused <laughs> yeah. in the film. Yeah, I hope they didn't pay a lot. For yeah, that. whatever they paid, mad. they did not get their money's worth. That's true. Can we also talk about the great cops pun? Yeet, yeet. That is not what <laughs> happened at all. Did the... you just yeet, yeet? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which cops pun? Remember when John Goodman pulled over Piper Paraboo and they were part of the fake cops show that was not cops, but oh, yeah. it was cops? Oh, yeah. They yeah. had the not cops thing, like, what bum, you bum, want? Bum, bum. What you want for dinner? <laughs> we'll have it delivered to you. I don't know that song, but Uber it Eats, Uber Eats? <laughs> not for another 19 years. All right. Calm down with that. Sorry. Also, I like the fake secret agent theme when they introduce Piper Parabu. God damn it, I'm <laughs> yeah. saying her name. You know what I want to get? I don't know about you guys, but I think I'm going to go back to school to get my Mooster's degree. Oh. Oh, yeah, the oh. Mooster's degree. Hey, Jay, you look like you weigh 400 pounds, but it's all moosel. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I can't sign a contract with bad guys. I'm out of ink. Oh. Yeah, this is all shit from the movie. You guys have to deal with it, too. You know what I was really hoping? <laughs> I was hoping that they would show us in some kind of visual way that they approve this movie, like by Hollywood greenlighting it with a lighthouse with a green light and screaming, we got a Hollywood green light. 
I, you can't even trust us to see a gigantic green light and figure it out. Like, no, there no. might be one person we need to stop and scream. It's a green light. Whoever wrote this really is the Orson Welles of their fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> Just in awe of them. Even the characters' names are all freaking puns. General Foods, General Store, General Admission. What do you have to say for yourself? I don't think they said anything. Mm -hmm. They didn't. didn't they weren't allowed to. All right. The creepy guy from Buffy and Pan's Labyrinth was, uh, I think, General Admission. I uh, believe you're he right. He was one of them. Doug Jones. Yeah. Keenan and Kel were Martin and Lewis, like Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis. I didn't even fucking get that. No, uh, yeah. not at all. Yeah. Are the, you sure? Because I feel like you're really yeah. fucking stretching on that. No, that's really true. Uh, I think someone was really trying to pull the David Tennant Beethoven thing on you. I don't think so. But not <laughs> this successfully. Real. This is real. I don't think so, Jay. Wait, did you just propose and belittle a new conspiracy theory in the same episode? <laughs> yeah, because I know it's true. You got to follow the money, Dave. All the fucking OJ references in this movie. Oh, shit. There yeah, is. that was obviously a much stronger through line. There is. There was the helicopter. How do you think we got the fucking Bronco chase? A helicopter recorded <gasps> it. It was Boris and Natasha trying to frame America's sweetheart, OJ Simpson. Yeah, now you know. Now you know, Now Dave. you know. I have no response for that. <laughs> You're going to be a fucking president someday? Stop. Janine Garofalo's character was named Minnie Mogul because she was a TV and movie producer. God. I thought it was after Minnie Mouse. Damn it. <laughs> I kept thinking it was a Minnie Mouse thing and then, oh no, Minnie Tiny, but it should have been a Minnie Mouse. And our Quaid loot of the month, Randy Quaid, was Cappy Von Trapment. I don't get it. I don't like either. entrapment. Oh. Cappy? Yeah, I, Cappy. I don't get the Cappy part Cappy of it. I don't know if that's part of it. I mean, Cappy that's like Von... a cute way, to, cute way to say Captain, I think. Cappy What's up, Cappy? Capitan Rapment? Weren't the Von Trapps Capitan. the family in Sound of Music? Is that something? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't watch Nazi movies. Cappy Von Trapment. Randy fucking Quaid. We got to Randy... talk about the star of this show. And our Quaid lewd for the week is... Rope, 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 Randy motherfucking Quaid. <laughs> Cousin Eddie. Weighing okay. 342 pounds, <laughs> six Is foot he? five. Yeah. I don't doesn't know. doesn't seem accurate. Shut up, Dave. And Bum, also bops. a weird arrest record for bizarre things, Randy Quaid. And he fucking just chews up every scene he's in and he gets progressively more intense and I think intoxicated. Does not have time for this. You already paid him the money. <laughs> I've only got so long before all the things I put in my body kick in and interact with each other. So let me spit these fucking lines out so I can get off property and in a safe space. I will say that this for did deliver us some quality Quaid. Oh, I wish there was more of it. Don't don't alliterate like that. That hurts. Then no, you that was great. You know hurts, what? Jay. Tell Chris great. Kardashian that, okay? <laughs> Fuck you. I mean, really, like he's the best part of this movie. I agree with yes. that. Yes. Aside yeah. from John Goodman and being John Goodman. John Goodman Randy walked Quaid. in. He John Goodman was walking by the set dressed as a cop so he could steal from the craft food tray. <laughs> And they're like, hey, can you say something? He's like, yeah, and I'm John Goodman and left. So, I mean, I don't think that counts. Randy Quaid at least did some like movie-centered wording. Yeah, even if he gets progressively more intoxicated. Yeah, that's fine. That's how this podcast Visibly. usually goes. And also how this podcast yeah. goes, usually. Yeah, that's fair. Bleary-eyed by the time I stumble down the stairs. It's a great approach. It's the only approach. 
I feel like you pushed this month because you wanted to talk about Randy Quaid's weird conspiracy theories and arrest record. I love it all. <laughs> I love it all. Dish us some tea, Case. I Okay. I also want to tell you, I think it was a Telegraph article I was reading about the weird, <laughs> like, bikini um, Robert Mur- Rupert Murdoch <laughs> mask thing. And it, the part I left out earlier, it, the article's like, it show, he's pretending to have rough relations with his wife while she wears a bikini and a Rupert Murdoch mask and a dog barks off screen. Why is that important? Why is that important? It changes you, the tone. You really yeah, gotta set the Yeah, it gets real lonely right. and like desolate feeling with the dog barking. You know... You're not in a hotel. You're somewhere like... I imagine he's like doing this on like a campground table. Right. And like Randy Quaid makes weird sex political <laughs> video. It makes a statement. Randy Quaid makes weird sex political video while his dog's in the room. That changes the flavor <laughs> of the statement being okay. made. Like the okay. first one could have been like a performance piece like uh, Maria Abramovic. It could be highbrow shit. Right. But you had the dog barking and now it's like carny like, no, sex. The, yeah. And it's gross and it's weird. And even if you like it, you can never say it out loud because we'll all fucking judge you. Juice, what are you pulling up on your phone? What does that say? Randy Randy Quaid's sex (laughs) movie. Did he release a sex tape? I'm not Googling that. No, that was the sex tape that I was referring to. It's not actually a sex tape. But yeah, damn it. Anything you do with your dog in the room is who you are. <laughs> like, if you're comfortable doing it in front of your dog, that's just part of your being. Can I just say we do kick our dogs out of the room for sex? Yeah, we lock them out. No, mm-hmm. I agree with that. That's it's weird. Don't fucking look at me. Yeah, I don't want. I don't. It's I don't need that, anyone the, judging the me. The lights are off. I'm over thirty. The lights are off, but I don't want a cold nose. Where there's a warm nose at the opposite side. I'm like, wait a minute. There's too many noses in here. I didn't invite Beyonce. She didn't respond to my RSVP for naughty time on Thursday night at 8. And if she did, why is her nose so cold? Does Beyonce have a notably cold nose? Yes. You say that so confidently. (laughs) I say a lot of things confidently. New York is cold, Dave. Out of all the things that we've been through tonight... I know Randy Quaid would want to know two things. Number one, the name and faces of the assassins who haunt him day and night. <laughs> and number two, Juice, would you watch The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle again? You know, it's really hard to make that decision. It's really? going to be a very hard no. Very hard to make that no. Hard, turgid. Hard, turgid. No. Why is it turgid? Negative. A rippling no. A quivering Oh my god. Quivering no. This this movie the the animation honestly I they had oh. they had some of the basic animation in the beginning and in the end like you would see an original animated film but then when anytime Rocky and Bullwinkle were on they like tried to do this live action 3D. CGI 3D I don't know what it was. It was awful. They broke the fourth wall too many times. No, that that's all I got ladies and gentlemen. I could not physically sit down and watch this movie again. So, how about you Jay? The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle. You're going to watch it again? Okay, originally in the 90s, they were going to make this with 
Danny DeVito and Meryl Streep as Boris and Natasha, mm-hmm. and I probably would have been that. way in on that. Right. And there was also rumors that they were trying to get Joe Pesci and Cher <laughs> as Boris and Natasha, which I would have also been interested in, but they turned that down too. And unfortunately, even though The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle, the cartoon show, refused to take itself seriously, and that was great, this refused to take itself seriously, but in all the wrong ways. Mm-hmm. Ruskies, tramps, and thieves. Yeah, it it just, it's not, this isn't the kind of shitty cinema. I really had that one John Goodman joke that I laughed at and everything else. I wanted to stab my eyeballs out. So no, I will not watch The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle again. Dave, how about you? Would you watch it again? No, no. I'm I'm out for any future viewings of Rocky and Bullwinkle. This was a jangly set of keys that you just put in front of your kid for 90 minutes or so. It's just some bright lights. It's a half step beyond Dora the Explorer in fourth wall breaks. I did not enjoy this. It retroactively ruined Robert De Niro's career more for me. I thought Meet the Fockers had done that, but this just completely stamped on even more of it. And I'm just immensely disappointed. I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely out for this. Casey, all the way back around, you started this. You brought this upon us. The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle. Are you going to lie and say you'd watch it again? (laughs) You can milk a moose, Dave. Could you milk me? No, is the answer. No, I would not watch this movie again. Rocky and Bullwinkle was awful, Mm -hmm. contrived. I don't know why anybody made it. Nobody was asking for it. We didn't feel that wave of nostalgia for that. We were still on the Mm. Looney Tunes train with... uh, Space Jam that was like six years before. Like, let's not turn everything that was a 60s cartoon into a movie. See the Flintstones movie and how fucking bad that was. Or the Flintstones Las Vegas. Also John Goodman. John Goodman, stay out of cartoon movies. Please. We love you. You're our Uncle John Goodman. No. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry I brought this. It looked promising from the commercials. I saw Bob De Niro. I thought that was a bill of health for this film. It was not my bad. Yeah. But I will say Randy Quaid fucking delivered in this film. That's true. That's true. And that's what we're here for. Quaaludemont. That, that is what we're here for, Quaaludemont. So the first entry into Month, the verdict is in. Zero out of four. City Cinema is traumatized by watching this movie. <laughs> we're not going to take these Quaaludes this that's week. That's fair. This Norm- week is a no. No. Normally, I would suggest to my fellow Cinemites to go decide for themselves, but I don't want to put that on you. So Don't w- bear this cross. I highly recommend sharing this movie with somebody that you really don't like. This is one of those. That's a cruel thing to do, Juice. You know what you should That's- do? Take this to your in-law's house and then like eat a bunch of medibles so they don't realize like halfway through you're <laughs> laughing. That might make this enjoyable, but I feel like... Metables makes everything enjoyable. Well, let me see what I can do next week. I'll continue Quaalude Month, and we'll try out Freaked, which is sort of a sci-fi movie, oh right? God, and, I'm not uh, looking forward to this. Well, listen, this is great because we again are going to get a bevy of some classic stars. Not only does this also feature Randy Quaid, but Mr. T is in it. Mm. Brooke Shields is in it. Whoa. Bobcat Goldwaite is in it. Don't know who that is. William Sadler. This is going to be really good. It's wow. not. There's creepy Jim Henson puppets, and they're all like trashy and gross looking. It's like Garbage Pail Kids fucked a Randy Quaid movie. With Mr. T. I am so ready to have some Mr. fun. Mr. T is a whore. Well, Jay, we'll have to see what kind of shit show we're getting into next week. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Please check out our Facebook page at sh.ttycinema, Twitter at shitty underscore cinema, and Patreon at patreon.com slash shitty cinema, or visit the website, 
at shittycinema.com. That's probably the easiest way. Yeah, I don't really know how the fuck internet works. I just yell at it and it works once Jay makes it work. So that's really cool of him. Thanks, Jay. I got magic. All right, guys. Let's get into our computer degenerating imager. Fucking get back to the real world and get the fuck out of this hot-ass podcast studio that doesn't have heater cooling. <laughs>